This just in. Aaron Rodgers bought a tube of toothpaste. At this point, it's my intention to play for the Jets. Anything that falls short of this Jets team not winning the division, oh boy, watch out. This is Rodgers Watch 2023 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. When it comes to me, they don't know It is a Friday, a Friday where Aaron Rodgers is still a Green Bay Packer. Aaron Rodgers still is not reported to New York or to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is in California endorsing presidential candidates like Robert Kennedy Jr. What else is Aaron Rodgers up to? It's Rodgers Watch 23. Greg, what do you know? Yeah, well, I've been going back through the pictures here because as we've been talking about hair on the program, and I've not had hair for about 21 years, and I'll grow (laughs) it back if we can raise enough money for the MAC fund. I started thinking about all the different hairstyles Aaron Rodgers had. And I remember on draft day, well, I think it was maybe just the day after day one of the draft, the Packers used to hold a pep rally uh, at the atrium at Lambeau Field. And we, as a partner of the Packers, would do some of our programming from the stage. And, you know, Ted Thompson would come up on stage, Bob Harlan. And it was uh, this very captive audience as the atrium was packed. And they would always introduce the first-round draft pick. Well, Aaron Rodgers, back in that day, I remember I had to sit in the uh, kind of the green room with him to get him up on stage, had uh, had the tips. He had a lot of product in his hair. Mm-hmm. He had the spiky tips as he was brought up on the stage and, and ultimately booed <laughs> by Brett Favre fans. He's had the, uh, the, the hair part down the middle, long hair. He's had the Nicolas Cage look. I'm wondering, John, if you have had a favorite Aaron Rodgers hairstyle in your life. I liked it high and tight. I liked it when he looked clean and preppy. Yeah, same. Clean and preppy. I think this yep. last iteration, that long hair thing he did, was just the worst. I'm Greasy, sorry. I don't want to be mean, but it looks so unc- unkempt. It did. It looked like a homeless person. <laughs> I don't know that I'm capable of doing any of the hairstyles that uh, Aaron Rodgers has, has uh, gone with. But uh, That's the magic. We don't know, and we need to find out. We, we do need to find out. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, we're trying to raise $7,500 for the MAC fund. We're at a, just under 5000 And if we can get that total achieved, I, I will spend a month, at least a month, growing my hair out. I say at least because you're going to have to see how long it takes. It's been about 20 years since I've really, really tried. Uh, Is it going to be fuzzy, so- you think, or what's it going to yeah, be like? Yeah, no, it, it, it's going to be a horseshoe, I think. <laughs> I love you, there, That is so gonna be awesome. A, it's going to be a lot of hair on the perimeter and not much on top, if I had to guess. It just shows uh, that, that you're a confident that. man, that you are confident in yourself. And, and you're committed you're, to helping the kids. Yeah. That's so cool that you're willing to do this to help the kids. So here's the deal. Text the word GOLF to 855-616-1620. It'll take you to a page where it talks about Greg golfing 100 holes. You can make a donation. The money goes to the MAC Fund, one of the great organizations in our city. And if Greg can raise $7,500, he is going to grow his hair out. He hasn't done it in over 20 years. My God. So would you help donate? Would you make a difference? And if you are a corporation and you'd like to match our donations, I would love that. Can someone step up and help, even if it's just a couple thousand dollars? Like, say, you know what, we'll match the next $2,000, next $1,000. Help us make Greg grow out that hair. Text the word GOLF to 855-616-1620. Well, you're fighting childhood cancer. I mean, that's yep. that's really important. It's the bottom line. Yep. For sure. If we brought this up about uh, about an hour ago, John. We've already had about $500 come through, which is great. And, yes, I will be participating in the 100 Holes of Golf event on draft day. So I will go right from the course, potentially, 
to talk about Aaron Rodgers being traded, right? Oh, my gosh, <laughs> that, what a day. That could be the day. Uh, may happen even on that Friday. So we've wow. got a lot of coverage coming up at the NFL Draft on Thursday and Friday. Please text the word GOLF to 855-616-1620. In case you missed it, up next. We like to do this fun little thing on Friday. We call it... In case you missed it. All right, I will go first. So at the White House, they have a new fence that they've had in place, well, for about two years now. It's 13 feet tall. It's taller than the other one. It's made of more robust materials. And they have not had a security breach at the White House through this fence until this week. So they were called. Security was called to the fence area because the security system triggered that there's been an intrusion. Someone has breached the fence. So they get out there. They go to the edge of the White House lawn as they're getting closer. The Secret Service says, oh, my gosh, I think that's a little toddler. A toddler squeezed through the fence and was on this side, the White House side of the fence, and the parents were on the other side like, come back here. My gosh, we're going to get in trouble. Come back here. Yeah, what are you doing? Good. And the Secret Service picked up the little guy and was able to reunite the toddler with his parents, and they were allowed to continue on their way after questioning the family and realizing that, yeah, it was just a little kid who snuck through the fence. So okay, it's well, taller, I told you. It also has an inch more space between the pickets, and that was enough for the little guy be the first intruder in two years. That's a freaky parenting moment. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Come back. No, I cannot imagine. I would be really afraid about that. Um, In case you missed it. Did you hear about the uh, ultra marathoner woman? No. 47 years old, running. um, She was running in the UK, and she's a top-ranked runner. She actually ran a mile in a minute 40. What? Yeah. Did you hear about that? No. She got How's third place. Yeah. Well, what happened was she got what? tired and she jumped in a car. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she jumped in a car, and they have all this data tracking so they could see oh. that woman jumped in a car, and she took the third place, and then she said, oh, wait, hold, hold on. Just kidding. Just JK. JK. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And then so she had to give it back, and she got disqualified. But, I mean, it's like, I don't know, 50 miles is an ultra marathon. Yeah. Do you you run, uh, right? I do, but I run like five miles. Five is my max. A minute, ten mile. That's who, pretty quick. Who am I kidding? Three is my max. Yeah, Let's three, be Well, three is a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's what I usually five, do three or four. Yeah, 5K. In case you missed it. John, if you've ever been out in the yard working with a sledgehammer and had the head fall off and hit you in the forehead and knock you out and send you to the hospital? <laughs> I never had that happen. That's amazing. <laughs> 2.2 million sledgehammers are being recalled after failing and causing injuries. Here's the problem. As people are swinging them, the head's flying off. Oh, of all the things you want heads? flying off, hitting you in the face, oh. the butt end of a sledgehammer is probably not one of those things. People are getting injured. At least two, as a matter of fact, have been injured. 2.2 million sledgehammers. And you can think of some of the manufacturers, right? DeWalt, Stanley, Fat Max, and Craspin. It's not one manufacturer. It's multiple. Whoa. Nobody can seem to figure out how to make a sledgehammer. If you have one in your garage, please exercise caution so you don't end up in the hospital. You may not have the sledgehammer you need to perform your duties. In case you missed it. So have you guys heard of this woman? Last Friday, she just emerged from a cave after 500 days of total isolation. Oh, my gosh. I did see her, Debbie. I saw her. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The Spanish mountain climber uh, was 230 feet underground, and she spent 500 days completely isolated from the rest of the world. She passed her time reading, exercising, and knitting. And she also had two cameras that she's documenting this for a documentary. 
Um, while she was down there, she missed the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine and also the death of Queen Elizabeth. They said when they started to interview her when she came out, she was having problems speaking because she hadn't spoken for a while. And uh, But they said that other than that, she was like unfazed. She's like, as a matter of fact, I wanted to stay in there. She said she did not want to come out of the cave. Yeah, she didn't want to come out. So I mean, my question to you is wow. how long would you last with complete isolation? One day. I couldn't do 15 that. 15 minutes. I could not do that. I haven't been alone I, in I, 20 years. I could I could do it for maybe a weekend. Oh, I could not. So 550 days? 500 days. And her husband was heard to have said, I thought it was going to be for 1,500 days. Ouch. He put up Are you home already? Oh, dang. Ouch. In Can you up that dishwasher now that you're home? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good, Debbie. That's, uh, uh, yeah, a weekend. I think that's longer than I, I, I mean, I guess I could do it for a weekend, but I don't want to. In a cave? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. Exercising well, and reading? In a cave, what did she eat? Could. Yeah. How did she Well, eat? obviously, she had food and stuff like that. that 500 had. days worth of food taken into the cave. 500 days, she ate dirt. Can you help me get this pallet of food into the cave? I need my they toiletries. They she did have a panic button just in case she was. it was too overwhelming, but oh, oh. she said she didn't even want to. I would have broke that panic button the first night, I think. <laughs> bam, bam, yeah. bam, bam. Let me out. Somebody let me out of here. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. It is 426 at WTMJ. Hey, very quickly, uh, Greg Matzik is raising money golfing 100 holes for the Mac Fund, and we want you to help. Would you please help? Here's how we've sweetened the pot. Greg is a very handsome man with very little hair. As a matter of fact, he's got none. If we can raise $7,500 $7, together, then he is going to grow his hair out. And none of us have any idea what the hell this is going to look Do like. Do we get to see it? Like, are we going to have a photo sesh and show show yes, the hair grown out and to. everything? Yeah, I, I think I think the way to do it is for me to do a a daily picture, right? Great so idea. It, it just I'll stand in front of the wall, right? The same lighting, same time of day. I might wear the same shirt. Who knows? Uh, but just see it. Like, I'll, I'll do it for at least a month. Because if after a month it's just it's not <laughs> it's blotchy or not coming in the right way, like I want to give myself and everybody. What they have, uh, what they've earned, uh, but I have no idea what it will look like either. But I can tell you this: there will be hair. I can grow hair back. I promise you that. I'm just not sure how it's going to look because it's been 20 years since I've done it. All right. So here's what we got to do. You want that hair to grow back? We've got to get those donations rolling, and they go to help fight pediatric cancer. The Mac Fund. So text the word "golf" to the old National Bank Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. Text the word golf. Help us raise money. Greg will grow his hair back. And if you want to make a bigger donation or you want to match, I'm going to give you my email. Reach out to me if you've got a cool idea. My email is john.mercure at wtmj.com. john.mercure at wtmj.com. All right, you may have seen this story. This is a really bizarre story. It is from Colorado. So there's a school bus driver, and he's driving these kids, and the kids won't stay in their seat, and the school bus driver's upset, and he's frustrated. He's trying to get the kids to stay in their seat on the school bus, and they're elementary school age. I want to play for you, and then we're going to open up the phone lines. I'd like to get your take on this. This is the clip of the bus driver. You'll hear his voice on the school bus. When the kids don't behave, he slams on the brakes. You know what's going to happen, right? There's no seatbelts, and they go flying into the seats and into the aisle. Listen to this audio, and then we'll discuss a little bit further. You guys need to be in your seat. We're just running 
You can also see the video on our video feed. It's hard to make it out, but he warns them. He slams on the brakes. The kids fly into the seats in front of them. You know, their little backpacks and their little heads. They're pretty tiny. And they slam into the seat in front of them. Some of them are hurt. One of them actually asks another one of her classmates, are you okay? You're bleeding from your cheek. Mm. So now fast forward. The school district, and this is a camera that's mounted on the bus. So these buses come with cameras. School district fires the bus driver. And then the district attorney in that area decides to file child abuse charges, neglect charges against the bus driver. So he's facing child abuse charges. If you're a bus driver, especially, I would love to get your perspective. Can you join us and give us your perspective? I know this is tough and kids don't always behave. Is this the right way to handle this? The Old National Bank Talk and Text Lines, 855-616-1620. Was it right that he was is now charged with child abuse? Well, I guess what parent hasn't been absolutely frustrated with kids not behaving while you're trying to drive have you not ever <laughs> slammed on the brakes and pulled over be honest i'm sure i probably have i, I, I totally think, have. i think he should be fired i think that was the right move yeah i don't think he should face 30 child abuse charges for intentionally slamming on the brakes i think that's too far that's that's too much one thing was bizarre is the kids didn't seem like they were being that out of control if you watch the video they're kind of sitting there, and there's one who's like half on and half off the seat, facing the aisle. Right. But it really wasn't that bad. You can you can hear they're not like screaming. I thought it would be total mayhem, but he slammed and they went flying. I know they but, did. But child abuse? I mean, come on, really? I I don't know what other way the lawyer could charge it or the prosecutor could charge it um, and not have it be child abuse. Okay, so he's facing 29 charges of child abuse with no injury, one count of child abuse with bodily injuries. That's the uh, person who had a little cut on their cheek. Absolutely terrible, absolutely atrocious behavior. But child abuse? I, I just think that's gone too far. And I think what he did was wrong i wonder what a reckless driving charge would look like versus the child abuse charge you know or something like that yeah it's bizarre but it's not going to be good for his bus driving career oh that's got to be done right that's got to be over. over mary in milwaukee good afternoon you're on wtmj yeah i um disagree with um charging him and uh i um i work with small children in the city of milwaukee and frankly their behavior uh, for the most part, is awful, uh, terrible. There's no discipline anymore. And these children are putting the bus driver at risk also. How can he concentrate and drive? Um, and I work with small children, and I'm, the behaviors have gone, uh, bad behaviors have gone way up over the last couple of years. And um, I just think... Uh, Should he have gotten fired? He, he, uh no, uh, maybe maybe you know a slight written up or something. I'm I, I know what he did was ex- maybe a little extreme, but these kids have to learn to listen. 
It's and it's a real problem. It's a uh, disrespect of adults is a very big problem. Hey, Mary, thank yeah. you for taking the time to give us a call, and thanks for your work with kids. That's important work. Harry's in Greenfield. Harry, good afternoon. You're on WTMJ. Yeah. Okay, thanks for taking my call. I am a school bus driver, and um, I know what the protocol is for that. Of course, if you get unruly kids, the first thing that you need to do is stop and pull over. We, we do a, a street stop, pull over, stand up, and address the children and explain to them that this is unacceptable and there will be write-ups if there's no cooperation. But that does not justify you driving carelessly to prove a point. We, we don't do that. You don't put uh, that type of example in front of a child and cause injury. I personally think that um, that should be termination. So he was terminated. Do you think he should be facing criminal charges, 30 criminal charges for I, what he did? I, I believe there should be some accountability uh, from a, a, a lawful standpoint. Yes, I do, because uh, these are children. I mean, for God's sakes, I mean, they caused, he caused injury. If this was uh, any other case where you caused injury to somebody, wouldn't you be liable under the law? Hey, let me get your perspective on another thing, why we have you on the phone, because everybody keeps asking this question. Why are there not seatbelts on school buses? You know what? I, I don't really know why there should be. Uh, apparently, the, uh, they have never passed that law. Now, on my bus, I drive a smaller bus, so there are seatbelts there, and they are required yeah. to be harnessed in on the smaller buses. But the larger buses, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, Harry, thank you for the perspective, and uh, thanks for what you do for our community. We do appreciate it. A uh, couple of texts. Matt in West Dallas, he should have been fired. Yes, Definitely no criminal charges. If not taught now, these kids will be in for a rude, possibly deadly awakening in 10 years. I agree with that. Fired, yes. Criminal charges, no. Kids need to behave better. Absolutely. And that starts, of course, at home. It doesn't start with a kid who's seven years old deciding, I'm going to behave badly. It starts with parents who don't make sure the kid behaves well. Completely agree with that, John. I mean, come on. Uh, from the 414, I bet the kids will never do that again. Point made. <laughs> right. But as the bus driver was saying, <laughs> our our caller, you can't use your vehicle as an instrument of punishment against the kids. And I'm sure that there should be training saying, OK, this is what you this do. This is the protocol. This is the protocol. This is what you do. You you know, yeah. I mean, I could probably have used some of that training as a parent, too. Yeah, I think we all feel that <laughs> way sometimes. Right. Right. right?